Today we have the D'Ambrosio twins, two young lions with a heart for God, a heart for music. They're going to share with us their, their band, Crossroads Pursuit. Aloha. From the sandy beaches of Hawaii comes a wave of God's love and the challenge to go deeper. Paddle out with us and experience the thrills of the radical plan God has for your life. It's Deep Adventure Radio with your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Aloha. Welcome to Deep Adventure Radio, the bold standard of radio. This is Bear Wozniak. I'm your adventure guide. We got two young lions that will be joining us later. Lino and Anthony D'Ambrosio with their band Crossroads Pursuit. Two young men on fire, fire for the Lord. We're going to sh- they're going to show with us their testimony and challenges to go deeper with God. You know, it's towards the beginning of the year that this is being broadcast. We've challenged you in earlier shows to go deeper with God by becoming better stewards of your body, your physical health, to become disciplined in the pattern of your daily regimen in eating and in working out. But today I want to challenge you to be a disciple for that New Year's resolution in the area of your prayer life. How do you spend, how do you, what is your pattern for prayer? The Catholic Church understands the need for us to spend uh, to spend our days without ceasing in prayer, to spend our time in daily prayer. One of the great gifts that the Catholic Church has given us is the Liturgy of the Hours, where you start out the morning with morning morning uh, prayer, there's mid-morning prayer, there's the Angelus at noonday, and six or seven, eight times a day you can stop and pray. And there's the beautiful Office of Readings, which is it takes about 20 minutes to go through, and in the back of that Office of Readings there's a writing usually of one of the early church fathers or one of the saints. But I wanted to share with you today just my pattern, what, what I do in my normal daily prayer life. Uh, I normally, you know, I get up pretty early, make some Onnit coffee, you know, my, my sports supplement uh, company that provides me with all my nutrients, have my big cup of coffee, and I kind of start to work. Uh, you know, I say, say good morning to the Lord, but I kind of start my work day, and I'm waiting for that 15 minutes before sunrise. And then I go down to the beach or I go out in nature wherever I can. Sometimes I have to have a heavy coat on if I'm traveling. But I go somewhere to find the sunrise. And I begin my prayer life. And I begin my prayer life by reading the readings from that day's Mass. Then I read um, the Liturgy of the Hours, the Office of Readings. And as I'm praying these prayers, I let them lift me to the Lord. I'm not just reading for the sake of reading, I'm reading, uh, I'm praying these the, the Word of God back to God. And I'm being attentive to the Logos. I'm being attentive to the Word of God. Because at times He will underline something that you're reading and kind of lift you into His, his presence. And that's when you, you let yourself, that's when you, we call it when you're taking off at an airplane rotation speed. You're, you're, you're pushing your uh, airplane, you've got it at full throttle, and then you read, reach a certain speed where the plane wants to fly. And so if you just present yourself to the Lord in the mornings or in your time of prayers, there will come a time when you may feel you have liftoff, and that's when you need to let your heart just soar and just rest and be quiet and say, Yes, Lord. But my daily prayer time, I start out by reading the, uh, the readings from Mass, the Liturgy of the Hours, the Office of Readings. And then I usually read one ch- chapter from the Bible. Right now I'm reading uh, from the Writings of Wisdom. And then I read one chapter, which is usually just a, uh, 
a page or so from the Imitation of Christ. And then I read one page from the Catholic Catechism. You know, I've read through the Catholic Catechism twice, and I've devoured it, uh, certain sections of it, even more than that. Uh, But I'm taking a different tack with the Catholic Catechism now. I'm spending, I'm reading one page at a time and letting myself really meditate and let that Catholic Catechism really speak to me. If you want to be prepared in this life to live a life of virtue, if you want to be prepared in this life to lead others to Christ, if you want to be prepared in this life to be ready with a reason for the hope that you have in Christ, read the Catholic Catechism. How can you neglect such a wonderful work? Now, I love to have the Scriptures in one hand and the Catholic Catechism in the other because the Catholic Catechism brings the Scriptures together. You know, it, it weaves this beautiful tapestry of helping us understand the Old Testament, the Psalms, the Epistles, the Gospel. It uses, does this beautiful job of lifting um, and making that, that, those, that, those one-dimensional pages, three-dimensional pages that just enrich our lives. So today what I'm challenging you to do is to set your pattern for prayer. That's my morning pattern. I stop usually at noonday, and then I stop in the evenings, usually at sunset. I try to find another time, a place where I can pray. And I spend, uh, my evenings are open-ended, so I can spend hours with the Lord if I want to. I, I go again into the Liturgy of the Hours, and then I have usually some sacred reading that I'm doing. And I just sometimes take that walk and just talk to God. And so I'm challenging you to set a pattern of prayer. Discipleship means discipline. Set an order, set in place in your life now. What will your daily pattern of prayer be uh, for this year? This is Bear Wozniak. We have a great show for you today. i just delighted to introduce to you these two young lions. They're real men. They're real men of God. They have a heart for God. And they have beautiful music. We're even going to share uh, one of their songs. So we'll be right back with the D'Ambrosio twins, Anthony and Lino D'Ambrosio. You may know their father, Dr. Italy, Marcellino D'Ambrosio. We'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio. Deep Adventure Radio, where the surf is always on. Deep Adventure Radio has challenged you to accept the wild adventure of God's will. Now, go even deeper with Bear's best-selling book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. In story after story, Bear takes us along as he paddles deep, surfing alongside whales and dolphins and avoiding killer sharks. Bear shares his experiences of the ocean in an intimate and exciting way. We share in his pain, healing through God, and the joy of finding that deep, intimate relationship with Him. As the story unfolds, you'll see how surfing has become the metaphor for the journey toward intimacy with God. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, will stir your own desire to go deeper into your faith. Order it today at deepadventure.com for your own faith journey or for someone who needs to go deeper. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul by Bear Wozniak. Available at deepadventure.com. Hello, this is Dr. Alveda King of Priest for Life with Pro-Life Update. Even if you've never been involved in an abortion, you can help those who have had abortions to make their voices heard. The Silent No More Awareness Campaign mobilizes men and women who have lost children to abortion. 
The campaign helps these men and women find healing and gives them opportunities in organized gatherings to share their testimonies of pain and healing. You can serve as a regional coordinator to organize events at which these women and men will speak up and say, I regret my abortion and I regret lost fatherhood. These events reach the public with the messages that abortion is a dead end and empty promise and that the doors of the church are open to all who seek forgiveness. Become a regional coordinator. Find out more at SilentNoMoreAwareness.org. This is Alveda King on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Now, back to Paradise and Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Today, we have an incredible family uh, joining us, the younger lions of an incredible family, the Flying Godardi brothers. you probably heard of them. <laughs> incredible sky walking. They do the tightrope walking across buildings, and in the tradition of their father who went before them, uh, have continued in, this inter- in their entertainment prowess. Uh, actually, we weren't able to get the Flying Godardi brothers, uh, so we had to settle for the twin lions. We have with us Lino and Anthony D'Ambrosio. They're the uh, they have the DNA of Doctor Italy D'Ambrosio. I try to say his first name, Marcellino, but I never get it right. And we love interviewing the the young lions. Uh, we love to see. Uh, to talk story about the journey the young lions go through if they've been raised in a Christian home. Uh, you know, look at look at Augustine. He had a very strong Christian mother, and yet, you know, they say God doesn't have any grandchildren, that each person has to make their own decision, walk their own journey, and find their own path uh, to intimacy with God. So we're going to talk story with these two uh, young guys, these these musicianaries, who have uh, have a ministry called Crossroads Pursuit. Hey, Lino and Anthony, welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. Hey, thanks for having us there. So, okay, Good so I'm going to see you guys. We're going to have a challenge here because, first of all, they're twins, so um, we can't tell which one is which. And, of course, we're not. It's a phone-in interview. So uh, we're going to do uh, – we're going to see if we can kind of discern their voices. But we start with – let's start with Anthony. Anthony, what, what, what's this uh, Crosswords Pursuit? Is it a parkour adventure course or what is it? Yes, it's uh, it's actually part of our wingsuit base jumping ministry. Uh, is it is it one of those things where you is it one of those things where you say where you on the on the edge of a cliff, and you say if you died yeah. if if you died today where would your soul go just before you push them off? Exactly, it's it's one of those kind of scare people uh, into accepting Jesus ministries. It's been known um, been known to be done before. Falling into chasms and things like that. <laughs> no, uh, we, Crossroads Pursuit is a—it's an offshoot, if you will, of our father's ministry, Crossroads Initiative. And uh, back in the day, in the '80s, when um, when he was in his heyday and he was a young man, they were uh, Crossroads Initiative was a band, and they would go around—they um, would go around the U.S. to schools and to churches, putting on youth events and being missionaries through their music. And since then, he's become a, a Ph.D., a teacher of church history and theology, and has, I mean, in a way, Right, he's got a lot more boring. Well, let me ask you this question about your dad, okay? <laughs> we want to know the truth about... Okay, so first... Passed the music 
Huh? Well, first we want to ask a, we want to find out the truth about your dad. First of all, how in the world do you pronounce his first name? I try so hard. Is it Marcellino? Well, if you if you want to do it correctly, you have to roll your R. So yeah. Marcellino. Marcellino D'Ambrosio. And you have to use your hands. Okay, so yeah. I want to ask you the truth about him. In his day, back in the day, he was in a rock band. He played the bass. I don't know what else he played. He refuses to admit that he wore black clothing and wore black sunglasses at night like most bass players. What's the truth on that? <laughs> that is, he may not admit it, but that is definitely something that he did. <laughs> really? Okay. We have pictures. We could send them to you. So, so the man in black. Okay. But, then, <laughs> so then, but, but you guys, too, have this uh, musicianary uh, calling. You have a, you, you, you have a musical gift. How, to talk story about, a little bit about that. Let me ask Lino that question. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so when we were in high school, Anthony and I started a band, and um, we did that because we loved the power of music, the way that music brought people together, um, and just that—that that was something that we really appreciated in high school and, and invested in. And so, whenever we started to really give our lives to the Lord completely. Um, we gave him our music, too, and we were just like, God, what do you want to do with this? And um, he's just used that as a way to minister to youth, the kids. Um, there's just a lot of energy that we bring to a stage, and um, that like that ministry that we, we've, we've grown musically is, has been really effective for bringing kids to the Lord. You know, I once had, I once had a... A music, I mean, a, a youth group ministry, and we had like four people in it. And I would talk to them about the power of the Holy Spirit. And I would say, when the Holy Spirit first introduces Himself to you, He'll come with His peace, as Jesus said, "My peace I give you, My peace I leave with you." And He breathed His Spirit on them. But I said, the Holy Spirit's going to come in fire, and He's going to come in power, too. So just wait for the Lord. And we had about fifty conversions in about six weeks, and most of them were musicians, and they were coming out of really heavy stuff. They were even, uh, you know, asking for demonic power when they, play, when they played. You know, they had some demonic overlords or something. And so there was wow. tremendous deliverance, but with that deliverance came power and healing. And they were so naive that they actually believed the Bible. They read the book of Acts and believed it, and they would pray, and people would get healed. And it was just wow. an overwhelming thing. But I know you, you know, you don't go into, you know, as you started into the music world, was it always a, a, a Christian band, or, or, or you, you, did you have a time of kind of a detour? Yeah, so Is this when it? we started yeah. playing music, we were uh, really doing that um, not so much for God's glory, but for ours. Um, we, we had started sort of taking a, a path towards, you know, just checking the world out and seeing what the world had to offer. And, you know, the music industry, the way that it 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 is the lifestyle that you live with that is not one that is conducive um, for faith in any way. Um, and so that was really part of our story that when we went to high school, we started to um, take a little bit of a detour, and that detour grew as uh, as high school went on for us, away from the faith and um, towards, you know, this, like, rock and roll lifestyle of, you know, screaming fans and parties and attention from girls. Um, and so, yeah, it, I mean, we might have said at times that we were uh, a Christian-influenced band just to please our parents, but no, it was not. 
Well, did that? How did you? How did you? Um, and, and Saint Augustine talks about that too. How you know something like that will start little, but if you don't take care of it right away, it'll just grow bigger and bigger. And I remember re- reading the Imitation of Christ as well by Campus. He said something like that. That's a little fire you can put out when it's small, but but once it gets bigger, it can become like a roaring fire. Did it? Did it get out of control, or how 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 did that? How did you get back on the uh, away from your detour? Yeah, we we got back on that road in a a rather I think different way than a lot of people. Um, it was mainly uh, it was mainly a, an experience of of our mother really just speaking to us in an anointed way that struck to our hearts. Um, we we were really going after glory. We were going after uh, being on Warp Tour. I don't know if you've ever heard of Warp Tour. Yeah. But, um, we were just you were on we were the war- you guys that. were on the Warp Tour. We were not yet. We were we were speaking to record labels at the time, mm-hmm. and there were several record record labels that were you know basically bidding for us uh, because of the success that we'd had in the local music scene. And we threw this gigantic music festival for ourselves every uh, every time our birthday rolled around. We threw our own birthday party. <laughs> Talk about eccentricity. But uh, we, we, during that party, invited our parents to come. And they usually didn't come to our shows, but they came to that one because it was our birthday. And our mother afterwards came up to us, and we were just in our room kind of hanging out, talking about how awesome we were. And she opened the door and just said in the way that only mothers can say uh anthony and marcelino i don't know what happened to my sons but that was not them up there this band is is taking you down a road that you don't even know where it goes and it is not of god and you need to break this thing up and uh of course as you know most young men do when they feel guilty about something their parents say we just argued with her for a while um until she left frustrated and thinking that she didn't get through to us. And then uh, both of us prayed together that night uh, and gave our band over to God and asked God if he wanted to take it, um, that he could. And uh, the next week, sure enough, our our band broke up. Uh, Thank you, God. So it wasn't Um, something that you tried to to have happen? The band just kind of self-imploded or what? Yeah, um, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, uh, our guitarist just... He called us and he he said that um, him and the rest of the guys had been talking that they didn't like where the band was headed and uh, wanted to go in a different direction and so they took the band money and um, and they they left us with our band T-shirts that were now worthless. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of your band back then? It was called Light the Skies. Light the Skies. Okay. So you know, and God has a way of just doing that, doesn't He? You know, you you, you say a pr- I, I I had a, almost a similar uh, discussion with someone just a couple of weeks ago, the exact same thing, where uh, a guy was going a really bad way and and uh, felt he needed to break up with his girlfriend, and she broke up with him the next day. You know, so so that so then what what ha- what was your response to that? Were you relieved? Were you shocked? Do you have mixed feelings? Yeah, shocked for sure. I mean, like, it's one thing to pray, God, you can have this, but it's another thing to experience that. I mean, all of our relationships were centered around that band, and so it was like not just losing 
it was losing our dream, our future, our friendships. You know, it was like our entire life, everything was just gone in that instant. And um, so it was definitely a shock, and it was a dark, definitely a dark time as well. But, like, praise the Lord, I'm glad that that happened. If it hadn't, I, mean, I don't know where we would have ended up. Well, you know, it, probably at certain places in your life, you had, you had said prayers to, the, to God and called him Lord, and he took you at your word. And yeah. he was faithful to you. You know, as the Bible says, if you are unfaithful, I am always faithful. And, but that also says, if you deny me, I will deny you because I cannot deny myself. I remember once, uh, I w- this was the beginning of this, 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 this uh, 60 conversions that took place. Uh, it started with one young guy who was a drummer, and I used to play the drums in a band. And it, we were in the front row of a citywide uh, praise service. All the different churches were there. And he sat down next to me. He's playing the drums on his legs. You know how, you, how drummers do. And I go, you a drummer? And he goes, yeah, that's what I am. That's what I do. And then I asked the Lord to reach in and squeeze his heart so hard and, and to invite him in that way to surrender his life to the Lord. And after a few minutes, I looked over and he just didn't look. He was, he was, he was squirming in his seat. And I go, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. I feel this tug in my heart, like someone's pulling on my heart, like physically. And I go, well, that's the Lord. He's inviting you. He wants your heart. And he said, okay, okay, okay. I'll give my life to the Lord. And I go, no, that's not good enough. It's gonna, co- <laughs> it's gonna cost you yeah. everything. It cost him everything. It's gonna cost you everything. You got to give up drumming. You got to give up music. You got to give it up, give it all up, and surrender it all to God. And he yeah. did. And I just remember as he prayed and asked the Lord to, uh, to become his Lord. Uh, he kind of fainted. You know what I mean by that? Where you just kind of slump over when the power of the Spirit hits you. He's just sitting in the chair yeah. and he just kind of slumped over. And then when he came, kind of came back. He was like a new man, and that was the beginning of this great revival. So there is a verse that says, unless a grain of wheat uh, fall on the ground and die, it can bear no fruit. And this right. death of a vision, like, you know, Joseph going down into Egypt and, you know, um, how disappointed the disciples were, even when the Christ died, you know. There's this death of a vision where God, God has a calling on your life, but he calls you first to die to it. So it must have felt like a death to you guys. Yeah, we did. But... One of the most beautiful things about that that scripture verse is the, the metaphor of the wheat that dies. It bears fruit. It becomes more and more and more wheat. It multiplies. It's not just kind of an additive thing. So it doesn't stop with the death. And that was certainly not our experience of of ministry either. We are now using our our music in a way that's so much more profound and even so much more gratifying and fulfilling for us. I mean, when you see it, a person's life transformed. Um, it is more. It is so much more meaningful and fulfilling than than somebody knowing your lyrics and, and having a picture of you on their on their Facebook profile or something. You know, like yeah. um, the the secular world of, of music um, is is not really successful. Like being able to be successful there is nothing compared to the the success that Marcelino and I get to have. Um, on a weekly basis with our our music now, and I'm so much so much more happy, really so much more happy with it than I ever would have been traveling and living out of a van on warp tour. Well, it's like you know, it's like uh, uh, Moses when God said, "What do you got in your hand?" He goes, "I have my rod." You know, it's it's my it's my career. It's everything. I'm a shepherd, 
And God said, throw it down, Moses. And he saw it for what it was. It was a hissing snake. As long as you're clinging to your own agendas, that's all it is. All, even all the gifts God gave you, that's all it is. But when he threw it down, then God said, okay, now pick it up. But pick it up by the tail, you know. And Moses is like, you know, God, you may not be from around here, but you don't pick up a hissing snake by its tail. But he did. And then it says the rod of Moses became the rod of God. And so when we die to these visions, if it's God's will for it to be resurrected, it'll be resurrected with God's power and glory behind it. We're talking with Lino. He has another name. It's Marcellino or something like that, but I can't pronounce it. Neither can his friends, so they call him Lino. They call him Lino. And then they loved the other brother more, so they gave him an easier name, Anthony. I guess that must be the reason. D'Ambrosio, the young lions from the tribe of Dr. Italy, Marcellino D'Ambrosio Sr.'s uh, ministry, Crossroads, uh, Crossroad Pursuit, thecrossroadpursuit.com is their website. We'll be right back. We're even going to get to hear a little bit of their music. Uh, this is Bear Wozniak with Deep Adventure Radio. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. EWTN is now on Twitter. Get short, timely messages from EWTN on your computer or cell phone. It's easy to stay up to date on a wide variety of topics. Pro-life news, Vatican announcements, catechesis, apologetics, the latest EWTN programming, and more. You can link to EWTN on Twitter from our homepage or go to twitter.com slash EWTN. At work, at home, at school, and on the road. Stay connected to your world with EWTN's Twitter page. You're listening to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak, the boldest hour of radio in the history of the world. Be courageous and take your relationship with God to the next level. Check out our website at deepadventure.com. You can sign up for fellow adventurer Bear's weekly email. Go deeper in faith with Deep Virtue Blog. Order Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. And follow Bear as he takes you on a radical adventure through calm tides, monster waves, and the powerful presence of God. At deepadventure.com, you can journey with Bear on his travels, find out how to bring him to your parish or men's conference, and accept the challenge of an intimate relationship with God. Tackle the deepest part of yourself by signing up for our Deep Adventure Quest retreats. The most radical thing you can do is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. Find out more at deepadventure.com. For a complete list of the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network AM and FM stations across America, go to EWTN.com, look for the radio pull-down menu, and select AM FM stations. The list is updated regularly, so visit often. Again, go to EWTN.com, look for the radio pull-down menu, and select AM FM stations. Also at EWTN.com, you'll find out how to listen to us on the web, on shortwave, and in some countries on satellite. You'll find it all on EWTN.com. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak with DeepAdventure.com with this week's Deep Virtue segment. Uh, last week, I was in Cocoa Beach, Florida. 
I was tandem surfing around sunset on the north side of the pier, facing the launch pad at Cape Canaveral. There was a rocket that was supposed to go off, and we had a photographer that was out in the water swimming, wanting to get shots of us uh, in a tandem surfing lift with a rocket blasting off in the distance. We normally wouldn't have even paddled out. No one was crazy enough to go out that day because the waves were just victory at sea type waves, just not very rideable and difficult and challenging. So my tandem partner and I were the only ones out there, or so we thought. We had to paddle really hard just to stay in position. We kept paddling to the south as the, the wind and the waves were sweeping us to the north. At one point, we heard people yelling and weren't sure what it was. We were so focused on what we were doing. And we finally caught a wave and we were able to do a couple of lifts. But unbeknownst to me, the people on the pier were yelling and our surf photographer, Tim Forrest, responded, looked up and they were pointing and there was a young girl who was clinging to the pylons of the pier. She was hanging on for all of her life. She had gotten out in the water. She had gotten swept into the pier. She had grabbed onto one of the pilings. And, this, and the tide was coming up. Clinging to something like that that won't save you uh, is, is scary. Like you, you don't want to let go and let God. But people, there are, there are people all around us who are clinging to things that won't save them. And we need to wake up. You know, the, the, the world is crying out for help. She was clinging to that pylon with all of her life. Wake up, everybody. I should have been more alert. We should have been ready to respond and be able to rescue her. Luckily, our photographer did. There's people all around you that need to be evangelized, that need to be ministered to. So be alert and be a lifeguard. Be a life savior. This is Bear Wozniak with this, with this week's Deep Virtue segment. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at deepadventure.com. Back to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak, suffering in paradise for you. Aloha, and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. We have with us Anthony and Lino D'Ambrosio. Their band is called Crossroads Pursuit. Uh, Contrary to what a lot of people a lot of uh, younger people do these days, kind of the couch potato sitting and and and, and having uh, and playing computer games and having a big war on the computer screen. Uh, these guys actually have a war over the couch itself, and so <laughs> we want to hear. You know what? What was this about, Helen? Who? That, this was a girlfriend of yours. What was that all about? Oh no, Helen, the most beautiful fair maiden. The couch, uh, actually. So. Uh, Wait, when wait Helen is a couch? College. Helen is a couch. Yeah, Helen's a couch. Does, yeah. she t- does she consider that an insult, or are you really serious? She's really a couch. This is a couch. <laughs> you mean like it's a... a literal couch. Okay, it's a, a literal couch. couch. Okay. A figurative woman. Okay. Figurative woman, <laughs> literal couch. Okay. Yeah. So the story is um, when, uh, when I was in college at Ave Maria University, there were plenty of things that we could do co-ed, guys with girls, there were pr- plenty of things that the girls could do on their own. There are really not that many guy things. You know how that is. Like, it's just not a really solid uh, formation for men and, and guy time available. Formation like, like in, really like guy time, like belching and stuff, burping, or something more uh, more well, profound? You'll, you'll hear more as, as we go on here, but... Um, I think that one thing that really bonds guys together is really like fighting with one another. And uh, so we, um, me and my buddies, my, my, my buddy Mati and my buddy Ben, we decided that we were going to start this thing called Dorm Wars. 
where they had just announced that they were opening up a new men's dorm. So there are going to be two men's dorms on the campus, Joseph Hall and Sebastian Hall. And so um, we started this, this, this basically this prank war. And the way that we started it was uh, during orientation weekend, the last night of that, we invited all of the freshman guys to come up to this, like, dark balcony um, behind the student union. And we just invited them all to come you know, one by one, to, to leave this party that was happening. And uh, so they, they all came up to this balcony, and uh, when, when they got up there, Ben and Monty gave this, this speech about a couch that um, me and my buddies had decided to uh, hide from them. It, was, it belonged to Monty and Ben, and we decided we were going to keep it. Um, that we're not going to get it back, because we were in Sebastian Hall at Bay, were in Joseph Hall, and so we uh, we told them when they got back to school that we weren't going to give it back to them. And so uh, Monty and Ben gave this this impassioned speech about hell on the couch and how uh, we had you know, stolen it from them, and uh, the men of Sebastian Hall were cowards and dastardly fiends. Uh, and so uh, from then on, the couch was our um, was our trophy, and whichever dorm had the couch was winning dorm wars. And so I remember, you know, some moments when uh, we were in the cafeteria and some kid just comes running in the cafeteria and just screams, like, they've got the couch! And just everybody just drops their plates. All the guys drop their plates wherever they are and just start booking it towards the dorm. And there's just this, like, massive, um, massive brawl of sorts where, you know, guys are wrestling, trying to get, get the couch out of, out of a room and and pull it over to, to the other dorm. It was, it was definitely quite the time um, in college. really enjoyed that. So well, I, it sounds very serious to me. It's, it's you know, it sounds t- – did you guys wear blue paint like on Braveheart? I mean, that's what's coming. This impassioned Actually, speech, was it similar to that? Actually, totally did, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, this is a couch. This isn't just like a sofa. This is a couch, so it's pretty serious. <laughs> And so somewhere in there, the word pursuit might have been involved too. Maybe that's maybe that's the genesis of the name of your of your band, Crossroads Pursuit. Uh, so and so and so, in, 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 you went to Ave Maria University. That, that's down. Where is that in Florida? Yeah, yeah, yeah in okay. Florida. Yeah, it's where we're actually broadcasting from Cocoa Beach at the moment. So and so, then you guys. I want to hear a little bit more about the nature of your your beat, your musicianaries, your 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 musical missionaries. Uh, and I want you to introduce a song for us here in a moment too. What? What? Where do you guys? Uh, where are you? Where are you playing? What are you doing with your ministry? Well, um, one of the things that that you need to know about us is that we um, we do our music in a way that is uh, very different than um, I think most kind of Christian uh, culture. We we started with secular music, so. Um, when we transitioned into Christian music, um, playing worship, uh, we realized that music was always meant to be dedicated to God. And with worship, there's something very different, very powerful, very beautiful about um, the way that you can bring people into an experience of God's love for them. And mm. to do that, you have to bring, you have to create heaven in front of them, you know? You have to put them in heaven somehow through your music or put them in connection with God and, 
and with their own lives. And um, so we've we've written music that instead of just kind of being, you know, um, theological words, you know, talking about like theological points, it's um, these songs are very personal experiences of God as we have have found him in our own lives through prayer. Uh, and so what we're doing right now is we're writing and recording music, um, and not just doing that, but we're teaching other musicians, uh, high schoolers, young adults, how to play music in an artistic way that's not just uh, rote, that's not just uh, you know recasting a lot of ideas that other people have done, but is really new and beautiful and creative. Uh, the arts have been given to us as a way to glorify God, and um, if we're going to do that, we need to be better than seculars at music and at um, creativity. So that's that's where we're going with um, the Crossroads Pursuit, to really change that idea of what Christian and Catholic music can be and is. Yeah, you know, John Paul II wrote to uh, musicians and artists and writers, and the Catholics used to have the corner on art. I mean, go to the you know the, the great music and the great art, you know, if you go to the Vatican Museum, the Sistine Museum. Um, and some way, somewhere, I think our Catholic, uh, we lost, we lost that somewhere along along the way. And the other thing is, you really can't, you know, Jesus really didn't do a lot of speaking about theological points. He told stories, allegorical, parable type things, because you, you, it's really hard to just say this is God and say it all theologically. Poetry and music has a way of lifting you in, in a way and, and bringing you into the a sense of reality and truth that really. Uh, Theological points don't always do so well. Tell us a little bit about this song that we're gonna we're gonna listen to. Yeah, well, so, Mark uh, Finney got this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, this song is called "Clothe Me in White," and um, it's it's a song that uh, I wrote at a time where um, I was just experiencing um, God lifting me out of. During prayer, I, just, I was having these experiences of just like profound joy and um, just being moved towards, towards heaven. And I, I just had this this yearning for heaven. And so when I when I wrote this song, um, I I just wanted that to, to come out. And so it's really a song about heaven, about yearning to experience God in heaven. And um, yeah, Anthony, you got anything you'd like to add to that? Yes, well, the song is also a, it's it's not like your, your basic, you know, drums, guitar, bass, and a couple of voices singing. Um, it's actually a full orchestration uh, with, you know, orchestral instruments, bells, trumpets, strings, uh, and all of those things put together. It's um, traditional classical music and contemporary Christian worship all at the same time. Um, and it gives it this ethereal, otherworldly, uh, just feel that is that is really glorious. So that's uh, something to listen for when you guys okay. well, we're listen gonna, to this song. We're going to tune into it right now. But you didn't mention ukulele. You don't you don't have a ukulele in it? <laughs> yeah, I, I think there was there was one actually. Yeah. Uh, Bear came in. He he laid down some tracks. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I gave up playing that. guitar a long time ago. From, <laughs> I gave up playing guitar for my uke a long time ago. Okay, so listen in. This is a little bit of, of the of Crossroads Pursuit, and the name of the song again is? Close Me and White. Okay, and we'll be right back after this song plays. This is Bear Wasik with Deep Adventure Radio. We're talking with Lino and Anthony D'Ambrosio. 
been listening to the music of the D'Ambrosio Twins. Their name of their band is Crossroads Pursuit. We'll be right back. We're going to interview them some more on Deep Adventure Radio. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. Check out EWTN's official YouTube channel. Just follow the link on our homepage at EWTN.com or go to YouTube.com slash EWTN. Watch EWTN's live shows or today's homily from the Daily Mass. Click the upload button to see our most recent clips. You can also find all of EWTN YouTube content by clicking the playlist button. It's all on the official EWTN YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash EWTN. Visit today. Deep Adventure Radio has challenged you to accept the wild adventure of God's will. Now, go even deeper with Bear's best-selling book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. In story after story, Bear takes us along as he paddles deep, surfing alongside whales and dolphins and avoiding killer sharks. Bear shares his experiences of the ocean in an intimate and exciting way. We share in his pain, healing through God, and the joy of finding that deep, intimate relationship with Him. As the story unfolds, you'll see how surfing has become the metaphor for the journey toward intimacy with God. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, will stir your own desire to go deeper into your faith. Order it today at deepadventure.com for your own faith journey or for someone who needs to go deeper. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul by Bear Wozniak. Available at DeepAdventure.com. Check out what's online now at EWTN.com. Click on the EWTN Prime link on our homepage for EWTN's new primetime lineup. Updates on shows like EWTN Live and classic episodes of Mother Angelica Live are online now at EWTN.com. up your boards. Let's paddle in for another wave of Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. We have our guests Lino and Anthony D'Ambrosio of the CrossroadsPursuit.com. Their band is called Crossroads Pursuit. And right now, wherever you are, you might want to run and hide because we're going to pursue you. Uh, they're going to pursue you with their words. God is called the hound of heaven. When Adam and Eve were running and hiding, God came down into Eden and said, Adam, where are you? And right now, 
God is asking you that question. When, when, when Peter was, was fleeing Rome because of the persecution, he's afraid of his life, Jesus met him on that road. That's what tradition tells us. And he asked Peter, where are you going? He said, I'm leaving Rome. They're killing everybody. And uh, P- Jesus turned and walked towards Rome. And Peter said, Lord, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Rome to be crucified. So right now, we're pursuing your heart. If you're Christian or, or not, we want you to go deeper with God. Uh, Anthony, why don't you start off? What would you say to people who are listening right now? Well, I would say I'm going to speak to my generation in this time because that is who I want to, to reach with my words. And, and one thing about my generation, people my age, we, we have learned to think of God and of Christianity as, as the voice of condemnation. You know, we, we've learned to, to hide from God because um, we expect that God and God's people, that those are the people who are going to call us, um, call us out and, and to heap guilt upon our shoulders, to give us rules and, and regulations for living that are, that are condemnation for us and for our lives. And um, one thing that I just want to say right now is that uh, God, God, Jesus, when the adulteress was bought, brought before him, you know, in, in this story where uh, he is sitting in the in the square, and all these people bring uh, bring in, in anger. They bring this adulteress, who is a woman who is caught in adultery, to him. He asks them, those who are without sin, to cast the first stone, and he disarms them. Jesus does not turn to the to the woman and join in condemnation. He he says to her, "Who is it here that condemns you?" And she looks around and she says, no one. And he says, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. And she leaves forgiven. And God, God wants to meet you wherever you are and forgive you. You know, that, that receiving of God's love and his forgiveness and his mercy, that is what makes us free as a people. And we are hiding from God because we are afraid of his condemnation, because we have the wrong idea of who God is. God is a God of love who has complete mercy and forgiveness for every single one of us because he loves us because we are his children. That's powerful, and your, your generation, every generation, needs to hear, hear that. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ right. Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. Go on. Lino, do you have something you want to say to your generation? Yeah, I want to say that um, I think that a lot of people in my generation right now are chasing something that is fleeting. Um, you know, they're, I don't know, if, if you are right now, you are looking for your next career move, you're looking for, um, for the next paycheck, the next job, um, what, what an adventure is that? It's, it's really not. Um, it's really not as much of an adventure as, uh, as we've been led to believe. And um, my experience of life with Christ, um, as well as Bears and, and so many other people's, is that real adventure is not what the world says it is. The truest adventure, the truest, most exciting adventure is giving, giving your life to the Lord completely. Um, when, when Jesus met the disciples, Peter and the rest of the rest of them, um, 
he called them out of their lives to, to give up everything. He, he said to them, to Peter, he said, you know, put down your nets. I'm going to make you a fisher of men. Um, and so right now, if you are looking at um, your career as your fulfillment or, you know, um, just your, your dreams as your fulfillment, God's asking you, lay down your nets. I have something better for you. And Anthony and I just described how God took our lives, um, took our dreams, and made them infinitely better. And that's what he wants to do for you. He wants to make your life an adventure that's worthy of the greatest storybook. And it is, um, because with life with him, your life matters. Your life is not just over after, um, after you breathe your last breath, but you're part of a story, an epic story that um, spans the centuries. And your life makes a difference with, the, with him. And that's what I want to, that's what I want to say to you. The, the scripture says, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And the song that they played before the break, it, it's to lift our hearts, our minds to, to heaven, to kind of break us out of this routine where we think the latest game show or the ga- latest computer game or reality show is, is, is or, or, or fashion or career or whatever is what it's all about. Take a look outside of, uh, of planet Earth. Look at the look at the universe. Look at the look at the the black holes. Look at the galaxies spinning and crushing into each other, and three generations of stars to create all the elements that created you. Look at the wildness of the universe. And you think God is mild? Do you think God is into a bunch of religiosity? Certainly, He gives us the church, and He gives us He gives us His sacraments, and He gives us a way to live life. But as G.K. Chesterton said, orthodoxy is there to let good things run wild. And God is not in a cage. God, God is wild. He can do whatever he wills is what happens. And so we're, He's not a tame lion. He's not a tame lion. He's like these young lions. And, you know, I, my, you know, I skydive. I'm a pilot. I mean, I've done all these crazy things running with the bulls. I've done all these. People think I'm this adventurous guy. But my creed is that the most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to the wildness of God's will. Get ready for a ride when you when you choose God. You guys, we've already run out of time, but before we go, can you give us again what what, what your website is and where they can reach you? Sure. It's thecrossroadspursuit.com. We have our music on there. We have a blog that we keep that's pretty great. You can also check out our Facebook page is also the crossroadspursuit.com we post uh really good stuff every day so check that all out and uh yeah thanks bear yeah great i'm so thrilled to have anthony and lino marcellino d'ambrosio <laughs> the young lions we love to have the young lions on the show uh as an example to you know i i gave my life to the lord when i was 19 and while everybody else was wasting their time i was in for the ride of my life uh, this is Bear Wozniak with Deep Adventure Radio. Uh, we'll be right back with, with more. Hello, this is Mark Halk of thekingsmen.org. And I'm not busy into the wild. I like to listen to Bear Wozniak at Deep Adventure Radio. Surf's up. Real and radical ways to live your faith. 
Hi, this is Doug Barry from BattleReadyStrong.com with Deep Adventures Surf's Up segment. You know, anybody who's been involved in martial arts or self-defense knows that if you're going to be in the middle of a conflict, you're going to be in the middle of that, that confrontation, you have to have a good base to stand on. You have to have that so-called 80-20 split of the legs where you get about 80% of the back legs, 20 in the front, or as the Marine Corps may call it, that standard operating warrior stance. Anybody knows that without that warrior stance, you get hit hard up high, you're going to get knocked on your backside, and you don't want that to happen. So you got to have that base, and you got to train that base. you also got to train those arms, get them up. you got to protect the eyes, the throat, the chest, the heart. you got to protect to make sure nothing comes flying in and knocks you silly by, by hitting you upside the head or, or going for your throat or for your face or for your heart, for your lungs. So you keep those arms up, and you block, and you guard, you protect. Well, it's pretty similar when it comes to the spiritual life. You've got to have that good base to stand on. One leg, you could say very simply, is is the Word of God. The other leg, the teachings of the faith. You have to have that stance to stand on so you don't get knocked over in the spiritual conflict. Right? The devil's going to come at us. The world, the flesh, the devil, these attacks are going to try to take us out, knock us flat on our backside. You have to know the Word of God, know the teachings of the faith in order to not get knocked over. you also got to guard and protect. Keep the arms up. Protect your heart. Protect the ability to breathe, your spiritual breathing and your spiritual eyesight, your spiritual hearing. So you got to protect the head, the throat, the chest, the lungs. And you do that with your arms. What are your arms? Prayer sacraments. One arm is prayer, one arm is sacraments. You always keep them up, and you never drop the guard. We need to know always that the enemy we face is an enemy that has been observing us for thousands of years and knows our weaknesses. First Peter 5, 8, the devil roams around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So stay alert, be watchful, keep a good base, the Word of God, the teachings of faith, keep the arms up, guard yourself with prayer and sacraments always. It's been your Deep Adventure Surf's Up Sex. Surf's Up, go deep or go home. Now, back to Paradise and Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha, welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. This is Bear Wozniak. We're so thrilled to have the young lions, Anthony and Lino D'Ambrosio, joining us today. We want to invite you to go to our website, deepadventure.com. You can go there. My book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, is available for you there to order, to send as a gift. It's a great evangelistic tool. And it calls anyone in any stage they are in their spirituality to a deeper walk with God. It uses an adventure approach, uh, the adventures that I've experienced in my life, starting chapter one with my son Jeremiah dropping into 70-foot surf on the North Shore of Oahu. You can also click on our link for On It, the Fitness to Witness link. You can go to their website. We provide you with a 10% discount, I should say, that they do uh, for their earth-grown nutrients. They have become famous, or I should say infamous, in the MMA world. While they're giving their athletes athletes healthy earth-grown nutrients to supplement their workouts, the other athletes are using all these things that are formulated in some deep, dark chemical laboratory that's ruining their bodies, and their athletes are just dominating. And so if you want to get in shape, if you want to become healthy, I couldn't recommend more the Alpha Brain and, and their Sport, Shroom Tech, and all their other great supplements. And you, you get a 10% discount, and in turn, they provide uh, support for our ministry. You can go to our website, deepadventure.com, and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next week, this is Bear Wozniak with deepadventure.com. May the breath of the Holy Spirit aloha you. Aloha! This is Deep Adventure Radio. Hear archived shows, buy Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, and sign up for our Wave of the Week email at deepadventure.com. For the latest news on Bear and Deep Adventure, visit us on Facebook and share Deep Adventure with your friends. 
The most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. Deep Adventure Radio. 